CHP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode. Hello, you golfing legends, and welcome back to another episode of the original Off Course. I'm your host, Dan Edwards, and joining me this week is Mr. Hiro Fukuda from Nippon Shafts. Hiro, welcome. Good morning, Dan. Thank you very much for this chance to speak with you and your audience. I appreciate it. That's great. It's been a couple years, Hero. I know you guys have continued the quality and success that Nippon has uh, pretty much championed over the course of your time in the industry. What is new from from your side of things? How is everything looking right now? So far, uh, we we will be releasing a couple of new cutter shafts later on this summer. However, in terms of our iron shafts, uh, the latest release was last year with our NS Pro 850GH Neo. And prior to that was our Modus Tour 115 model. Both are catching uh, a little bit more traction these days. So we're looking forward to seeing how those play out uh, amongst the golfers this summer and so on. That sounds great. You know, I was thinking... Once we went deep into our conversation today, we could start talking about the differences in shafts. But, but now that we've heard a couple of them, I, I think it'd be fun to just get right into that. Um, I, I was learning a little bit about the products, and it seemed like, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, the, the structure in place is more or less that the GS Pro effectively sits in the middle of the lineup. And the creation of things like the NS Pro Zelos uh, is more... Uh, designed for those slower swing speeds who maybe need a little bit of launch help and then you move into the uh, more aggressive swingers that's where ns pro modus comes in is that pretty fair structurally very fair dan um yeah so the ns pro zelos models were designed early 2000 period or i'm sorry early 20 2010 period uh due to the original NS Pro 950GH players, uh, the 950GH was released in 1999, were getting older and they had requested something lighter and softer but made out of steel. So we challenged ourselves to create a different or a new material that we can get light lighter and uh, we're happy to release the Zealous products and our goal or our, our philosophy was to play steel for life. And over the course of the last few uh, years, the Zealous models has been expanded to where we are now at the Zealous 6, which is at 68 and a half grams. It is the world's lightest console steel shaft on the market. That's interesting because I feel like there has been a big shift in uh, at least acceptance of things like graphite. But you've, it seems like the focus at Nippon is more allowing that continued experience with steel and supporting the, the the tight design tolerances you have to allow golfers to maintain that without sacrificing the move to graphite. Yeah, that's correct. Again, a lot of the, the 950 original players wanted to stick with steel. And so the Zelos um, models or the material that we created to make the Zelos models took a few years for us to develop. And uh, we feel that with the Zelos models, we somewhat created the best of both worlds in in terms of the steel made out of steel, but also the Zelos models are fuller flexing, like a a premium graphite shaft. So in in terms of ball flight and spin, it will provide 
highest uh, trajectory and spin for better players, but I'm sorry for slower swing speed players, but also better players as well. So when it comes down to the, the traditional lineup, you have 750, 850, 950, 1050, and 1150 uh, in the GH. That, that seems to be really interesting to me because there are so many options in that category um and and sometimes golfers can get a little bit lost in translation there i have two questions about that number one were they all effectively designed in the same mindset same timeline or did ideas for some come from not only technology technological improvements but also the needs from golfers the edis pro lineup is our uh, kind of our main um, category of products and it ranges, as you mentioned, from the 750 GH, which is around 79 grams, to the 1150 GH uh, x is about 121 and a half grams. So it's a very versatile, very uh, uh, large weight gap between uh, the lightest to the, to the heaviest. Um, they were all created separately due to the requests and the needs of the golfers out there. Uh, the first in that model would be our 950 GH. And the other models are somewhat based off the 950GH in terms of performance and easy to swing type of uh, uh, feel and structure to it. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at 1150 earlier thinking, you know, it, it's it's fascinating to go bounce between Modus 3, which has a pretty clear weight structure in that you, you start at 105, but then you move into the heavier versions. And then you have this 1150. It almost feels like a disruptor into that lineup. What would cause someone to move back and forth between something like 1150 or maybe like a Tour 120? So the Modus models were released or created around 2009 through 2010 was our first time we went on tour to speak with the tour players to see what they needed um, out there. And the uh, first model that came out was the Modus Tour 120. Um, and then was the Tour 130, and then followed up by the Tour 105, which you mentioned is somewhat very similar in terms of weight compared to the Tour uh, 1150 GH Tour. However, the Modus models are designed to reduce spin and be able to uh, control trajectory for the better type players. So the 1150 GH is for a player that is looking for somewhat a little bit heavier weight. Um, about 120 range, but looking for a little bit more spin and trajectory compared to the closest in terms of the weight of the Modus model, which is the Tour 105. So we do have some players out on Tour play the 1150GH. Again, someone who needs just a little bit more help in trajectory and spin. Okay. And, and then tour-wise, between the senior, between the LPGA, the PGA Tour, is there a shaft more commonly experienced on each tour? Is there is there a focus there, or do they seem to have quite a variety? So the 950 still remains the most popular shaft on the Global Ladies Tours, and has been so, again, since it's released in around 1999. However, we see more players out there playing our Modus products, uh, more the Modus Tour 105, as well as our Modus Wedge shafts. Um, and then as far as the men's global tours out there, uh, the Tour 120 remains the most popular, followed by the 105 and the 130. 
the 125 and the 115 also have players uh, using that product, but we see more uh, again at the 120 and the 105. And as far as the Champions Tour, uh, more 105 than 120. So I think weight has something to do with uh, the, the, the popularity out there on the men's Champions Tour. Okay. And then 120 just by design, is that your lowest spinning shaft or is that um, a different one? In terms of the modus models, yes, it mm-hmm. would be, uh, as far as open models, that would be, yes, uh, the lowest spinning trajectory. When you say op- open models, what does that mean, Hero? I'm sorry. We do have quite a few prototypes out there on the market, not on the market, but out on tour, uh, that do have different characteristics, uh, somewhat similar to the 120 and lower and less trajectory However, as far as open models, meaning what is available for sale to the general public. Okay. You know, one of the things I really liked going through the, the notice range on your website was, and and I've been no, no secret how fond I've been of the Reggio lineup since the original run and then moving into the, the plus models. I noticed that in the the modus series itself it, it 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 was linking to certain regio products to take a look at basically saying if you're f- fond of this iron shaft take a look at this regio um because it'll pair well with you uh, and i think you do it uh, the opposite way as well where the target player is shown on the regio model uh, has that been a really helpful way of doing that i, I find it to be an interesting way to go about it I believe we're unique in that in the industry to be able to offer uh, a corresponding or a matching iron shaft and driver shaft. And uh, as far as uh, the perception out there on the market, um, we do see a little bit more traction, a little bit more usage of the regio models due to the popularity of the modus models. Okay. And, and so. Uh, yeah, again, we are we are seeing a little bit more increased usage out there. Uh, we don't bring it out on tour. We don't support the tour with our, our graphic products. However, there are a few players out there playing the Regio or the Regio Formula Plus models. Okay. Yeah, can we talk a little bit about Formula Plus? I, I think there's been a pretty significant change to the design profile of Regio. Can you share with us a little bit about what has changed in those models? So the first generation of driver shafts corresponding to the modus, uh, again, it's called the NS Pro Regio Formula. And those designs were very similar to the bend profiles, the static bend profiles of the modus models. So the three Regio models that we have, the Regio Formula B has a very similar bend pro, static bend profile to the modus Tour 120. The Regio Formula MB with a very traditional bend profile, similar to the Modus Tour 105, 115, and the 125 models. And then the Regio Formula M is uh, very similar to the firm grip section, very firm midsection and softer tip section of the uh, Modus Tour 130. And okay. the, I'm sorry. No, that's great. I think the, the question then comes into if someone's looking at them in the in the hitting bay they see all three colors yellow red and blue do they can they have an expectation of what 
they're likely going to see when they go to hit each model? Is there one that more typically would launch higher, more typically spin higher or lower? So similar to our Modus models, uh, the, the regular Formula driver shafts and the Formula Plus, which I'm sorry to uh, just go over that, the Formula Plus is just the next generation of the regular Formula in terms of the, the bend profiles are more similar to the actual dynamic performance of the Modus Iron shafts. So they're firmed up a little bit more in the midsection for those three models. And so as far as the... Uh, player uh, the performance of the models the regio formula and the formula plus mirror the f feel and performance of the modus models so the regio formula b or b plus again matches very similar to the stiff tip softer mid softer uh, handle of the modus tour 120 which results in a mid to lower ball flight with mid to lower spin rates and uh, the m uh, similar to the Tor 130, would farm would promote the highest ball flight and Tor level like spin a little bit higher than the B or the B plus, and then the most traditional bend profile uh, iron shafts that we manufacture in the Modus lineup would be the Tor 105, Tor 115, and Tor 125, and that bend profile is also mirrored in the Formula MB and the MB plus. And that results in more of a mid trajectory and spin rate. Yeah, I was looking at the, um, well, we'll call it the blue, but it's the B plus. <laughs> you know, I'm a very visual guy, Hero. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously blue is the best color in the world. So I, I was looking at the breakdown online and it was showing the kick point in the grip. And to me, when you say the kick points in the grip, that means you're really going to get the experience, that load profile. But there's going to be a little bit more support on the more towards the the tip of the shaft, which I would assume is going to bring that spin down and probably that launch down a little bit. Um, but I noticed that your your torque experience is fairly similar lineup to lineup. So you know, characteristically speaking, if, if you were to go and hit, let's say, blue and red side by side, would you gain a lot more of... Uh, feel and feedback in the handle with the blue do you think or would that be just more of a results on on a flight or on a software i think you do feel um again sensitivity levels for every player is so different and unique mm -hmm. so it's difficult to give a a uh, uh a proper statement in a sense but yes as far as the b compared to the m series or the b plus m plus the, there should be a little bit more feel in the B, uh, in the handle, whereas for the M or the M+, plus, you might feel it a little bit more from the mid to the tip end section, again, due to the structures of the two models. Okay. And then talk a little bit about T1100G+. I, I, we, as golfers, have seen T1100 referenced enough at this point to understand that it's a fairly high-quality material. But uh, what was it like incorporating that into Regio? Is that a pretty critical element that was added? Well, we wanted to create something unique compared to the Regio formula models. So the T1100, as you mentioned, is more of a higher tensile strength material, a little bit more expensive, and does provide a different feel compared to the material used on the Regio formula. So we just didn't want to, uh, in a sense, paint over the Regio formula to create the Formula Plus models. We, we really wanted to uh, increase the, uh, the strength 
again, in the midsections, mainly for these three models to mirror more the dynamic performance of the Modus models. Okay. Uh, and then in, in terms of graphite overall, is this, will we see a growth on that or are you still primarily focused on steel over there? What, what's the, what's the typical agenda for Nippon? So we're really proud to consider ourselves as a comprehensive shaft manufacturer, being able to manufacture both the steel and graphite and also steel graphite hybrid type of a product. So as far as future products in the graphite lineup, yes, there's always something in consideration. However, the time, uh, the time of releases or the timely releases of, of steel would be, uh, we would have more releases in the steel iron shafts than we would in the graphite shafts. Great. Um, can you share a little bit about your manufacturing experience? Uh, I believe they're, they're made out of the factory in, in Komagane. I believe I'm saying that correctly. Is it, is that Komagane. Correct? Komagane. Okay. I'm tripping up a little bit. My apologies <laughs> there, but uh, you know we've we've talked in the past about the level of quality and expectation you have for your product, um, and I've always uh, been excited to to allow you to at least share that anytime we we speak on video or through I guess in this case the podcast. So, what is the expectation uh, from Nippon when it comes to the tolerances in each shaft? So we try to function or have a production system based on zero defect production. Our, uh, our company is a subsidiary of a, the, the largest automotive spring manufacturer called NHK Spring. And we are very proud to be uh, obviously it's a, a subsidiary of them. And we follow the manufacturing philosophies and techniques of NHK Spring. And so we are ISO 9001 registered, uh, which is a quality system um, that uh, main, that the registration shows that we have a, a very repeatable and reproducible manufacturing system or production system. And so as far as a, uh, our production system, uh, again, we view another thing is that we view our golf shafts as actually golf springs, uh, same type of products that our parent company manufactures. They manufacture compression springs or leaf springs, but golf shafts are actually springs. So we use the techniques employed by our head office or our head parent company to manufacture the golf shafts, which results in the industry's tightest tolerances and the most robust type of quality assurance system out there. So, so you have this serious tolerance expectation and uh, my goal here is not to have you speak negatively about others. Is, is there an understanding or an expectation that you believe you create some of the finest tolerance shafts on the market? Is there, is there any discussion around that? Well, I think if you ask club fitters around the country uh, about our quality, um, the feedback I received is that there's very little sorting involved, if any. And it's just ease of uh, assembly into the into the clubs uh, without having to uh, create any or add any weights or or again sort through the products. Okay. And as far as our main, uh, our partners that we work with, the OE partners that we work with, uh, we've been voted or we've received a few vendor of the year awards due to our quality and performance. 
So uh, again, those are very proud achievements that we've had as a company. And uh, I, I don't foresee us lowering our standards to, to gain more sales as far as uh, some of the manufacturers that have visited our plant who uh, have gone through the production processes have seen some of the products that we have rejected. And we do not resell our rejects. We just scrap it and throw them away. However, some of the manufacturers that have seen the rejects have said this would be okay to be sent. Uh, and they're mainly more cosmetic issues than anything else. Uh, however, again, we were very proud of our system. And again, we will continue to work toward, strive toward a zero defect manufacturing process. Wow. Do I understand it correctly? You are taking a trip to Japan fairly soon. Is that for the, the show over there? The Japan Golf Fair uh, is next week. Uh, it's open to the public for, I believe, one, two days. But the first day is industry only. But yes, it is called the Japan Golf Fair, and it will be at the Yokohama, Japan. That's exciting. Uh, can you compare that to the PGA show? Is it is there any similarities or is it a totally different beast? Uh, it's kind of a totally different beast because it's a small, it's much smaller in scale uh, to the PGA show in Orlando. And uh, again, it is open to the public for two days, whereas the PGA show would be a trade only type of uh, a show. So there is quite a bit of enthusiasm amongst the uh, the the consumers that come out there and it's always exciting to see them and uh, see their excitement when they see the new products out there. Yeah, that's great. Um, has the last couple of years been challenging for your group? Uh, I, I know COVID hit a lot of people in, in different ways and um, it definitely made golf more interesting for a lot of folks. How was it, how was it weathering that storm? Did, did everything go okay? Uh, I think we were, we weren't immune to that. Like, uh, like other companies in the industry, I think we have been challenged. However, uh, the, the last six months and so forth, I, I feel like we're uh, somewhat getting back to pre 2020 type of a time frame, and okay. uh, or as far as production. However, um, supply chain issues still exist all over the world. Um, however, I, again, I think we're a little bit more stable than we were last year or two years ago. That's great. That's that's awesome to hear. It, have you seen demand reduce at all, or has it been strong all the way through? It remains very strong all the way through, uh, both on the OE side as well as the after, aftermarket side. Um, it's not. Uh, I think it's it's slowed down a little bit from 2021, 20 early 2022. However, the demand still remains out there. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit more about uh, the wedge shafts that you have on on the site that I can see. Do, do you think that enough golfers spend time focusing on either pairing their wedge shaft with their iron shaft or just even taking a look at what wedge shaft comes with their wedge? Well, we released those wedge shafts in three different weight categories because uh, we do feel that there were some uh players out there that were playing with something a little bit too heavy and so they noticed wedge 105 can be used by players playing 100 to sub 100 gram iron shafts the modus 115 uh, 100 to 115 type of a, a type of a iron shaft player and then the modus wedge 125 more of a traditional weight for the heavier traditional type weight shafts uh, 
but in general, as far as recommendations that we provide out there, we normally tell people to play the same iron shafts they do in their wedges. Okay. However, as a shaft company, as and as a, uh, I guess a partner to a lot of the club fitters out there, there were a lot of calling for wedge-specific models, and that's uh, kind of the reason why we developed and released most wedge products uh, to provide a lower uh, overall peak trajectory and a little bit more spin, which is what I think a lot of players need out there. So when it comes to someone playing, let's say the NS Pro 950 GH, and they they're thinking about wedge shafts, would you encourage them into a a GH that's slightly lighter? Would you encourage them to continue that, or maybe move into the Modus wedge shafts? Well, Dan, as you know, wedges are so specific for every player. Um, yeah. Some some feel that they should play something heavier and firmer. Some people will play uh, an eight iron shaft actually in their wedges. And so there's a whole wide span of, of types of products used for wedges. So again, as a shaft company, we, we feel like we kind of wanted to add a little bit more to that and give players and fitters a couple more options. So as far as the 950 type of a player, again, uh, our first recommendation is to play the 950 throughout their whole bag. Okay. However, the Modus Wedge 105 uh, and the 950 GH combination is something that we're seeing more and more on the more on the uh, ladies global tours out there. So more of a mid to lighter weight product. I understand. Uh, and, and you made mention that there's some putter shafts coming out uh, later in the year. I, I don't know what depth you could go into with that or what your trajectory is from Nippon's side with, in terms of getting involved in the putter market overall but uh what, what's that look like so nippon chef we have been manufacturing putter shafts for quite a long time um and our first original aftermarket lineup was called the ns pro putter which was made up of two basically two different models one at 136 grams one hundred at 149 grams and those two models were available both in 355 and 370 tip um, however uh we're we are again this summer going to relaunch the NS Pro putter lineup to offer it three different weights 120, 140, 160 grams. Uh, product will be released uh, sometime in May. And the uh, point or the, the purpose of putter shafts, um, we feel, is that it's a highly engineered product just as much as an iron shaft or a driver shaft. And it would be those three options will give a player or a fitter uh, three different choices in terms of what they're looking for in their putter shaft. But with those three weights, a uh, very stable type of a product, uh, very firm across the board. So again, more of a firm feel. And it would be considered as a one piece in terms of a putter, not a putter and a shaft combination, but one putter in a sense. Okay. So al aligning with some of the feedback out there that people want that really low torque style putter that, that sort of connected to the handle end of the head type of thing? Yeah, the like, that just mirrors, again, the NS Pro lineup that we originally have, and it will be relaunched in this new model of the NS Pro putters based upon, again, what you were just saying, Big Dan. Okay. Well, I, I have one final question, and this this is something I've always been interested in. You have very structured styles in the Modus 3. I've, I've been quite fond of that lineup for some time now. 
Um, do you, do you often get, or do you ever get folks come and say, Hey, I really want the, the style of the 120 or the 105, but in the weight of the 130, do, do people get that picky with you or does it, what, what is that like? Yes, we, we have heard many, uh, special requests out there. And one of the products we've, uh, that we released recently is the Modus Tour 115. Okay. Uh, and that is one that, uh, we heard a lot of feedback from players that played the 105 who felt that Modus Tour 105 was slightly lighter than what they were looking for. And then similarly, the Modus Tour 125, uh, players have felt that that would be a little bit too heavy again for their needs. So the Modus Tour 115, uh, is not just a weight or it's not just in between in terms of weight, but structurally the three models are very similar to each other. However, again, the Modus 115 was, was released for some of those players, Modus 105 players who wanted something heavier and then Modus 125 players who wanted something a little bit lighter. Yeah. Um, the only, the only problem with looking at your website for this long hero is the, the analysis or paralysis by over analysis. You have all these good <laughs> products over there. Uh, a lot of curiosity. Uh, did I see correctly? I believe you have a number of different hybrid shafts as well as the, the goal there to allow golfers to align a little bit more with their iron shafts, what they're playing in their hybrids as well. So that the modus hybrid and it's yeah. modus hybrid graphite and steel technology product, uh, is a, a 90 to 110 gram hybrid shaft. Uh, we felt, uh, that there was a need for a, a hybrid specific product that would also fit in well with a weight flow of a 60 or 55 gram driver shaft up to 115 to 100 or 105 to 120 type iron shaft so it falls perfectly in between the two as a uh, iron shaft replacement uh, which is what we view hybrids as not a fairway wood replacement, but more of a long iron replacement. So those type of players needed something just a little bit easier to launch and spin out there. And that's where the Modus Hybrid originated first out on the tour uh, testing and was released uh, recently, or not recently, the last few years in the four different weights and different flex points. And that's um, that's GOST, right? Graphite on steel technology. Is that yep. what we're talking about? Okay. So I think this is really interesting. And one thing I'm curious about, a lot of folks are moving into that um, that utility iron style. Uh, does does this kind of shaft play beautifully into that style? The Modus Hybrid is available in both 355 and 370 tips. So it can be used for the longer irons as well as utility irons. And we, there are a few top players on the men's tour that play the Modus Hybrid in their utility irons. And again, we view the Modus Hybrid shaft as a, a iron shaft replacement for the longer irons. So uh, in our viewpoint, the structure of the Modus Hybrid, which is based off the Modus Tour 105 bend profile, so a very traditional bend profile for a mid to higher ball flight, uh, it fits in perfectly well is our thought, is our thought okay. process. And I, I think, and I just realized there's one other question I had for you. I, I keep, I keep saying that. Um, Please. But one of the things that I thought was really interesting as I read through the product lineup was I was trying to learn a little bit about more about Neo. I don't think it really aligns with what I'm looking for personally, but based on everything I read about it, 
was the idea of Neo a reaction to the design of golf clubs over the last couple decades that they've changed where there's less spin and less potentially less launch occurring and you're, you're creating a shaft to react to that? Yes, we feel that the modern heads, as you described, do launch a little bit low with less spin, but they're also structured a little bit bigger than what we saw back in 1999 when the 950GH was being re- when the 950GH was released. So by stiffening up the midsection of the Neo products, we feel that we uh, that the club head is a little bit more stable at impact uh, versus something a little bit softer in the midsection. However, we're not viewing the Neo lineup as a better product than the, the 950GH or 850GH standard. It's just a structurally just a little bit different. And performance-wise, the Neo products would flight a little bit more, uh, a little higher and a little bit more spin compared to its corresponding 850GH and 950GH models. Okay. So if common sense occurs here, and I'm just trying to you know track to this, this whole thing, uh, any chance that we're going to see or you're at least testing some Neos in different, uh, maybe 1050 or 1150 or even 750? What's what's the play there? There's always um, something on the table. Um, so uh, there, there may be future releases in the Neo products. Uh, I have seen some prototypes out there. However, uh, again, at this point, I, I don't. Uh, have anything immediate to announce as far as a new Neo release. But with all our lineup from the Zealous, the Modus products, there's always prototypes and there's always new products that we are trying to challenge ourselves to create unique designs and performances. Uh, but Dan, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I don't have any spoilers for you today. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll hit, we'll hit end and you can tell me all about them, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Offline. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, this has been a really interesting chat here. As I said, I really enjoy taking the time to break down some of the differences in your lineups and give us a little track on, on where things are going and, and how it's looking on your side. Uh, I'm really excited to learn more about uh, 115, I think we talked about, is fairly new. Um, the, the new Regio Plus, I hope everyone gets a chance to go hit those. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience or... or give us a heads up on that uh, we can look forward to? Well, I'd like to just thank you again, Dan, and everybody at THP for your support over the years. And also uh, thank you to your audience and the support that you've given us. Um, we, again, are, we, we constantly feel challenged and we welcome new ideas to, to develop new products out there. Um, and so it's more of a thank you to everybody to get us to where we are these days and hopefully to get us to where we hopefully will be in the next few years as well um, and be able to provide more types of products out there. Great. Well, if you're out there and you're not familiar with Nippon, please go take a look. Uh, They have a very wide variety of iron shafts out there for every type of golfer. I tend to lean into that Modus 3 product, but the, the standard NS Pros, the Zelos, the Neos, there's, there's all kinds of different styles. You're going to find them in a lot of different heads out there uh, on the hitting on the hitting bay as well. So, uh, Hero, again, thanks. Safe travels. Enjoy the trip to Japan, and uh, we look forward to what's next. Well, thanks again, Dan. I really appreciate your time today. And thanks right. to hey, everyone out there listening. Everyone, if you're golfing this weekend, have a great time. We will catch you next week.
THP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network. Your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode.